Welcome to the official podcast where the bombs get thrown. I'm your host, me, Shayla Bogan, and I introduce to you the Mike Bomb Podcast. Every night and I pray Asking Lord let him hear I got something to say There's a fear out there And it's coming your way Don't let it stop you From living for what you were made It's not a dream It's a destiny That happened this season But like we said You know We gonna kick off this episode uh, Showing our condolences To Buffalo Bills safety Sixth round draft pick DeMar Hamlin Who is in Very, very great condition now He just was you know the update he just got you know cleared from the hospital um unfortunately he won't be continuing the season most likely which we all understand you know i'd rather miss a season than to miss another day of my life um, to all of you that may not understand you know know the situation was he collapsed unfortunately in the second quarter i believe of the game was or maybe like a little late in the first the quarter the first the game, yeah, game which started yeah, yeah. Games get started uh, against the Cincinnati Bengals in Cincinnati. And he unfortunately had to be given CPR because of that. Uh, a lot of people are thinking the Bills, you know, phys- you know, physician and athletic trainer for saving his life. Unfortunately, I can't remember his name off that, but, you know, Bills Mafia, forgive me. You know who your guy is and we thank him. And I think I speak for all three of us. We thank him because it's like we never want to see someone lose their life, even if it's a person, even if it's our worst enemy. And trust me, I got plenty, especially oh, after the comments of this situation. <laughs> but you we're just glad it? that, yeah, we're just glad that uh, Mr. Hamlin is in better condition. He's no longer on, technically no longer really on life support, which is great. Um, it went from 25 to 50, 75 to now 100. And he tweeted and he thanked everyone for their condolences. And well, you know, Damar, you're welcome. You know, you're welcome. And honestly, with that situation, that's the least we could have done to show our condolences and keep praying for him and pray that everything goes as well as it can. Um, I know as the competitive person that he is going to University of Pitt with, you know, Kenny, Kenny Pickett and all these guys who's the quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, he would rather be out there on the football field with his teammates, but he also understands that it's a lot more to life than football. And there's always next year. I'm just glad that the bills were able to work a deal out with him to financially take care of him during this, you know, during this process and be there with him, which really shows a lot of true character with bills mafia, who I always got love for. I really got love for that fan base. I really do. Um, and guys like that. But it's something just, you know what? I don't even know how I'm going to get started in this because can we really say, you know, who got screwed out of this the most? Um, A lot of people are not happy that the Chiefs got the number one seed behind that situation because it led 
to the game getting canceled, as we all know, and it led to the game not being resumed because, well, one, both teams both wanted the game canceled for rightful reasons because a player just damn near lost their life right in front of them. And a human being, another man just lost their life right in front of them. Oh so it's, yeah, yeah, right there. It wasn't for that CPR to, you know, you know, go to, he would have, unfortunately, he would have, he would have been a dead man possibly. And I, from from the bottom of my heart, I wouldn't want that, especially for a team that, even though I'm not a fan, but I, I got love for it because I can respect and I got love for their fans. Um, it's, it's, it sucks. I think everyone want to say here, honestly, you can't blame Kansas City for this. I don't think you could blame Kansas City because the Chiefs, they showed their respects. They showed their condolences and they did what they had to do, which was play their game. They couldn't stop because of that. You know, it wasn't really in their control. Um, Kansas City, obviously, sticking neck to neck with Buffalo. I believe the Bills did beat the Chiefs. So, if anything, it just bothers me when certain teams just think that they got screwed when they weren't the number one seed heading into that game or that week heading into that week and just wasn't put in position where they could reclaim their place within the AFC conference and get home field advantage because of that. Now who might you be addressing? The it's the damn bagels. And who else? Who else? else? See, here's the thing. Everybody think I'm joking when I say I can't stand them. And as a Steeler fan, I'm supposed to dislike the damn Ravens, you know, from a personal perspective, because that's a heated rival. That's a hated rival. From a competitive standpoint, us and Ravens flock, we hate each other because they think they run the North. We think we run North. They think they were the face in the team to beat an AFC North. We think differently. But how both of y'all got y'all face things on? Both of y'all got y'all pictures. Oh, I didn't even know that happened. Yeah, Kayla Kayla know it happened, though. But um, anyway, (laughs) yes, that happened. Yeah, it's back, girl. Okay. Yeah, 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 you're back. But um, I just don't like how because of that situation, they think they're entitled to practically everything. There, I see tweets saying that they feel they got screwed out the number one seed. First of all, you weren't even the number one seed heading into the game. You weren't the number one seed for these past 17 to 18 damn weeks in the season. You cannot get screwed out of something that you never had. Let's let's get real here. You went into that game, I think a game or two behind the Bills. You did not have a better divisional record. You did not have a better conference record. So it's like, it's, it's plain as simple as that. And honestly, I don't think the Bengals would have won that game. And the thing that just bothers me the most, you show your condolences. You, your players, your coaches, all of that. Show your condolences. Now you want to moan and bitch because you got... You say that you got screwed out of a seating because if you would have not handled your business against the Ravens at home without Lamar Jackson, without Tyler Huntley, without Jacob Dobbins, without Calais Campbell, without Marcus Peters, at home with, with your big three receiving cord, your quarterback, their offensive line, their offensive line, you pretty much would have you practically would have to do a coin flip, or I think that's exactly what it was to see who hosts the wild card game between you and the Ravens. First of all, if you would if you go two and four in the damn division, you don't deserve to be the division champions. That's number one. Number two, more importantly, 
You don't deserve to host the damn game at home. You don't. Let's just call it like it is. You don't. You cannot go. You cannot sit here in the three three record against the day against the AFC North division with three fourths of the division is practically in a reload and a rebuilding phase is not impressive for a superior team either. And we're gonna get more a little into that when we talk about the wild card matchups. But let's just let's not act like you were not just handed and gifted, wrapped up in all in a freaking bow, the AFC North title behind another player losing their life and you guys, Roger Goodell and the rest of the commission, not, you know, agreeing to not resume the competition or the game between you and the Bills. If anything, which Buffalo, was the right decision. It was the right decision. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going against that. I'm going it against the, the right action. Decision, but it took them too long to fucking get there. It was, it was. I think they should have, you know, you knew what you was doing. You should have already came out and said it. But I'm not even against that. I'm against the reactions from Bengal Nation, the Bengal players, anything Bengal related, because they act as if they're what's the ones entitled to everything. They, the Buffalo Bills whooped everyone's ass. Let's, let's call it like it is. They handed it to everyone. They took it to the Super Bowl champions when they all were there, all healthy, in their home turf during their damn ceremony, the night of their Super Bowl banner ceremony. They said, you know what? We respect what you did, but F y'all title. This is our time. We going to show the world. And they and they put on a clinic. And that is a real tough defense. And we know the team, the Rams are when healthy. But to do that against a team like the Rams and then to go on, the, I believe you beat Tennessee, you beat Kansas City. Yes, you lost a close game to Miami, but Miami was undefeated at that time, When, if I'm not mistaken. Then you turn right back around. You beat the Patriots, who's been your Crip Knights for the past 20 years with Tom in the Tom Brady era. And ever since he left, it's not been that way. It's just, whoop, went straight to Buffalo. Um, you go, what, I believe it's five and one, four and two in, in, in the AFC East division. Um. Then you turn right back around and you beat everybody else in the process. They're the ones who got screwed because the reason why, if they, if my information is correct, that they beat the Chiefs is to prevent having to go through Arrowhead to get to the promised land as known as the Super Bowl. That's why they did everything that they did. And they, unfortunately, was not the number one seed heading into that game with Cincinnati because they did not play yet, number one. And the Chiefs did, I believe, beat the Broncos. So that gave the Chiefs the edge. And then they weren't, and then the Bengals and the Bills were unfortunate, you know, that they couldn't finish the game because of the Mar Hamlin situation where he nearly lost his life on the football field. Now you got their fans out here on Twitter. And that's why I just recently made the tweet that, oh, if, you know, Adam Pacman Jones and Eli Apple had a baby. It'll be Sam Day. The reason why I made that tweet is because I did not like that comment he made about Sean McDermott. You just got kicked off of Twitter, got booted off of Twitter for crap like that, and then you're going to come back up here with even more, even more crap, and then you're calling for the Bills coach, the, the call for y'all to get a, a fair saying, um, I would like to call it. First mm. of all, his player was the one who damn near lost his life out there on the football field. His team, his team was the one who got screwed out the number one seed. Because unlike you, they beat everybody in the AFC. There was the beat to get that, they beat the number one seed to begin with. 
practically beat every team you threw in front of them. They were the ones. Everybody but the Vikings of the NFC got that work from the Bills. Everyone. Let's not act like that ain't happened, bro. And let's not act like the Vikings are not a legitimate team and Justin Jefferson is not a damn problem for opposing defenses with or without backup. Let's not act like that. And here's the thing. They were the number one seed before week 17. And if I'm not mistaken, they beat the Chiefs in Kansas City to prevent that from, to prevent what's happening right now, to prevent the seeding that's right now from being the seeding. And you're, and you think for one second, because of that, their head coach should have the call to fight for you guys to get a damn, to get a proper playoff berth. They let you have the number one, they let you have, correct me, the number three seed. Let's not act like they didn't. They let you have the AFC North title as a reward. You only thing you had to do was handle your business against the Baltimore Ravens and you'll be good. You have your, you have your home, you have your home game and you're moaning and bitching because of that. And I'm right. They did beat the Chiefs October 16, 24 to 20 in Arrowhead. Buffalo. Just, just, just so I just had to look it up a little. <laughs> Gotta support you. Hey. Um, Fact-checking. That's what we're about. I did what I had to do. I did what I had to do. But come on, man. They beat everybody to prevent this. This is why they did what they had to do in Kansas City. Because they knew nine times out of ten, it was either going to be us or it's going to be Patrick Mahomes and the Travis Kelsey show, which it is right now in Kansas City because they got home field advantage. And Chiefs Kingdom, I love y'all, and I really love your players. I am not, and I respect the hell out of you. I am not knocking you in no way. And I'm not saying you did not earn that number one seed. I'm not saying that. I would not say that. I would not take nothing away from the Chiefs because, like I said, this is not their fault. They were not one of the two teams that the game that game was determined between. They were not, you know, there to prevent the situation. They had no say, had no reason to really have any say because they had really had nothing to do with you from a competitive standpoint. But from a personal standpoint, this is another NFL player, another NFL team, so we definitely understand. But the thing that bothers me about the damn Bengals and their fans, they think they're entitled to something because of that. You got handed the AFC North title. You got handed you got handed the opportunity to handle your business. And you're mad because of a damn coin flip that would have happened if you would have lost the game that you had no damn business losing to with, with the Baltimore Ravens, without Lamar Jackson, without Tyler Huntley, without Calais Campbell, without Marcus Peters, without Mark Andrews playing. Really? You're upset about that. And you're supposed to be a team of supremacy? You just got handed home. You just got handed a home game. You didn't, your, your record did not say number one seed. It did not say that. And then you got people like Zim Hude. I'm going to air his ass out. Zim Hude out here talking as if you deserve that seed. And I know a real close friend of mine who's a Bills fan. And I asked him, like, are you okay? Because I understand what you're going through right now. I understand from a fan perspective, seeing what happened with your player and then seeing these disgusting comments that the Bengals and their players are making. Come on, man. And then one of their players was in the background hollering, oh, let's really have it out like real effing men on the football field when a reporter was interviewing Jamar Chase asking for his thoughts. Mm -hmm. What you mean, 
What you mean? You what you mean handle this out on the FFL? They handle it for you. They gifted you the AFC North title because the Ravens lost to the Steelers with a can you know last minute KP8 touchdown to Najee Harris. But um they also just said you handle your business like you should, like you should, and they did. Give them credit, they did. You would you would have home field advantage. If not, it would be a coin flip because that the Ravens would have swept you, and there you have it. You know, you did not finish that game, rightfully so. You made the right call, but now here's the repercussions. The Bills lost the number one seed, so they lost home field advantage throughout the entire postseason because that was their standings heading into week 17. Um, and then you know, you would have probably lost your home game. But like I said, going two and four in the AFC North Division, you don't deserve to have it. If that would have if that would have happened, but that's the thing that really pissed me off. It really pissed me off because let's get real here. One damn winning record out of damn near the past six years. Who the hell do you think you are to sit here and think you're entitled to something? We well, you know they got Joe Burr on their side now. Joe Burr, yeah. they got him and they started doing something. It's, it's a new regime. It's a new day in Bengals country. So I feel that they are trying to demand the respect that they feel that they deserve. And my controversial respect. take, I say that AJ Green wasted a lot of his good years in Cincinnati with um, Andy Dalton. But um, I feel that they were a team under Marvin Lewis that was always almost there always almost on the cusp and right. they needed some changes to happen and they finally the front office finally put their foot down and made it happen and i think this is all part of them trying to establish their new identity i, I listen i'm not i'm not going against that i'm, I'm not saying they're right i'm just yeah. saying yeah hey, hey. Just providing, yeah. we both know we we have mutual feelings you're just going to be more linear with it than i am because you respect <laughs> it. literally with that situation i have lost all respect for the city of cincinnati Bengal nation and the damn Bengals. the whole damn. i mean you never really had it for them to begin with uh, Stacey, but now they never getting it back since you met me since you met me <laughs> I because they because they've shown reasons why They've shown, and I've always, I'm like, ever since I was a kid, I've always asked, why do I dislike the Bengals more than the Ravens when the Ravens are our damn rivals? I've always asked that myself that question. And I've always wanted to know why. Why I dislike the damn Bengals more than the Ravens? Because hate is a real strong word. So I'm going to say, why do I strongly dislike, you know, the the Bengals more than the Ravens but I thought I'm like no it's not a competitive it's not it's not a competitive perspective you know because us and the Ravens gonna have different uh competitive differences because personality wise we got the same mentality obviously just different teams but in different ways of thinking and thinking with it but it's also because the fact that I just think like here's how I think about it I think as if it's a respective standpoint. It really is. Because I can look at a Raven fan and I can look at a Raven player and not want to throw up. Oh, I can't say that about the Bengals. I can't even look at Browns fans and Browns players and not want to throw up. And I got more respect for Cleveland than I do for Cincinnati. Mm. And at this rate, all I they've done... Browns. Listen, all they've done... Because see, Browns fans can stand 10 toes down. 
Browns fans hold their team accountable when it's time. Browns you have team. to remember that this is a Jacoby Brissett um, stand account. That's all. Oh, that's all. That was that's it. it. That's, that's it. all. That's all I got. I forgot about that one. I forgot about that <laughs> Listen, listen, listen. Here's the thing. I, it's the respective standpoint because I can't respect somebody who just think they're entitled to everything and just moan and bitch about everything. I can't. I can't do that. You want to show your condolences and then you want to call people out from, the, from, from Buffalo to stand up for y'all? They don't owe you a goddamn thing. Bills Mafia, the Buffalo Bills do not owe you, Cincinnati, a goddamn thing. They're the ones with the player who lost their, who damn near lost his life out there. Not you. Your players went back in the locker room. You're not the one with the player that was practically on life support, 25% of his own, freaking 50, 75, and thank God now it's 100 and he's and he's breathing on his own power and he's moving on his own power. You're not the one who had to go through that. You're not the one who had to take that flight back home to Buffalo and, and unfortunately leave your teammate behind in that hospital in Cincinnati and think like that could be the last time we could see one of our own. We could, we could see our brother. You're not the one who had to go through that and then to find out because of that and because the possibility of the game being canceled permanently and not being resumed. You're going to lose everything that you have bust your ass to have from the get-go, which is home field advantage throughout the entire damn postseason. You're not the ones who had to do that. So what the hell make you think you're entitled to something when you are the only division champions who got handed a division title out of all, out of both damn conferences this whole year because of that situation? Really? And then your fans is just even making me more sick than they already do because all they've done is show why. You have made an enemy out of everyone and then you come in that Chiefs kingdom because they're happy because their team got the number one seed. They're not the ones calling their coach, calling people out saying, oh, you should speak up for us or you should, or you should say something to make them hand us more than we have earned. They're not the ones that's doing that. That's you idiots who just can't keep your damn mouth shut just to begin with. So from, so here's the deal. I have lost all respect from the Bengals and their fans. You don't have my respect no more. You don't. I don't like you. I don't respect you. Straight like that. I can't. Y'all can go ahead with this.